One part is that I want to show you you're smart. Right? I'm very against when the kids, because they have a whole different world in their brain, and they do something, and they say, oh, I have a great idea, why don't we da-da-da-da-da-da? And many times, I don't know if you noticed, many times, it's not a great idea, right? So if you're going to wait for them to, great, to, 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 to have a great idea, and then you're going to start supporting it, they're not going to be around by then, okay? So right now you say, great idea. Wow, how come we didn't think of that? That's a great idea. Fantastic. Why? Because every time you do that, you're actually fixing the broken self. You're saying, now, what if a kid says every time they, they have an idea and they say, oh, how about we should do that? And all of a sudden everybody goes, oh, oh, uh-huh. Oh, yeah, this is a good idea. Yeah, oh, I hear. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, I love it. Yeah, it's a good idea. Smart, yeah. But, you know, maybe not because of the, 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 the. How are we going to do the, 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 And why are you going to do the, 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 right? You feel the finger being raised. That middle finger is coming up slowly every time. And within like four seconds, not so slowly, right? Boom. And you're like, what did I say? All I said was, the transcript said, you know, that I, I think it's a good idea. I just, you know, I'm just thinking, you know, maybe not such a good idea. You probably don't know all these things. Stop hassling them. It's so hard to be your friend. If every time I say something, you're going to explain to me why my mind is wrong and my conclusions are wrong. You can't influence people like that. So a little bit you got to go undercover. Not because you're lying, but because your world view, you hear? It's deep. It's deep. Your conclusions are based on your reality. They have a different reality. You know that you have to dress this way because you want to conform and you want to fit in. Their reality is that they feel like they're not part of us and they don't want to fit in. They want to say, no, I'm not one of you. So how could you tell somebody who has a different reality and different goal, right? How could you tell them? How could you give them advice? You can't give someone advice if they, you know, they want to go to Queens and you want to go to Muncie. And they're going to tell you, how do I get to Queens? Oh, very simply, they've George Washington Bridge, you go on the Palisades. And they're going to be like, what are you talking about? So, the only way to influence somebody and to be there for somebody is to understand that if you always second-guess them, eventually they just, you frustrate them, they feel that they're dumb or stupid or mean or bad, and it's just too hard. Every time I come up with an idea, you tell me why it's not a good idea. So if you want to be close to someone, you have to understand you're not necessarily right for them. You might be right for you. Could be for you to go to the simcha in a short miniskirt that's pink leather is taka not right, right? But could be for them, even though you don't want them to come like that, but based on their thing of what they're trying to do. I, I go to these weddings all the time. I was at a wedding last night, and there was a kip there, right? And he was off, clear, clearly off the derrick because he was wearing a light gray, like a white suit. And he really looked like a nice kid. They always are. And everybody was very nice to him. If his friend would say, what color suit do you think would be the best color to blend into a yeshivish wedding in Lakewood? He knows the answer is black. He can't. He can't. Not because he's rebellious, because he's hurt. He has pain. I can't identify like these people. I cannot blend in. And for him, it could have been an amazing step, instead of coming in jeans and a t-shirt, that he went ahead and took a shower and he put on a, a, a guy suit. Right? You buy that in the guy department. And the guy aisle, right? The guy aisle. So the, that, that's what he did. Now, he didn't mean to come and that everybody should look at him. What's the proof? Because if any person would have given him a look, he would have 
been so angry because he's so sensitive. These kids are so sensitive. They stick out and then they get upset when you get when when someone looks at them. They stick out and then you're like, "What? If you didn't want people to look at you, why would you dress like that? Hello, you look like different than everybody." Right? And I, I used to tell the guys in Home Sweet Home, because it's different than parents, different than parents, right? They would get upset. I said, come on, if you go Saturday night to a club, and a guy comes in with a strangle, everybody's going to look at him also. So you came into a shul, dressed like you're going to a club, everybody looked at you. Why is that so terrible? They hate it. They look at, they feel like you don't want me, you don't accept me, because they're doing this because they have a lot of reasons. And rebelliousness and ra is not part of it. Can you believe that good people, real good people, could end up with that conclusion? Yes, yes, and we've spoken about it many times. So here, on the one hand, there's this balance. There's this balance, right? Now, she's at the point where she's saying, you know what, it's a good thing. If I'm going to go to a from l'chaim, I should blend in with Snias. Now, if you're going to say, woohoo, yes, great, yes, you're right, no, 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 okay? That's not good. Because in her mind, oh, you don't care about me. You care about Sneas. And that's what got her into this hole in the first place. And you've got to let go of that. Right now we want to boost the person that they should feel loved and accepted as they are. So you said, very good, you said, as far as I'm concerned, as far as I'm concerned, you should be comfortable as you dress. You don't have to impress anybody. You're the most impressive person in the world to me. Huh? You like that, right? feels good. feels good saying it. And you'll see their heart. You'll see their smile. You'll see it. And then you give them, a, let me give you a hug. You're going to be the best looking person there no matter what you wear. Say everything that's boosting and complimenting. Don't challenge their viewpoint. Don't say, you could, this is not challenging. This is not saying, oh, that's a dumb idea. You don't have to. Don't do it. Look for a way to make it into a compliment so that you're doing that. But at the same time, don't just agree. Fight it a little bit. Say the other side. Say, you don't have to. You should be you. Let them be them. First of all, they're going to dress like that anyway. They, they stopped listening to you four years ago. Right? So it's not like they're going to say, oh, really? And they're going to come in a miniskirt, and a friend's going to say, Hani, how come you're wearing a miniskirt? You always said that we should blend in. Say, well, I was going to, but my mommy said I can come in a miniskirt, and I always listen to my mommy. That's not happening. You have nothing to worry about. She's going to dress that way anyway. And in this case, we're accepting something that's actually a good thing. So that's when you double down on the medicine. What's making her healthy is acceptance. So you tell her again acceptance. You tell her, I, I hear you, I accept you if you want to dress like that, but you should know. As far as I'm concerned, they should accept you the way you come, and you should be comfortable being you. Because that's the best you that I want you to be. All these things, you've got you to gotta memorize these things, and you've got to mean it. It's, it has to be, you have to get it in your heart. You can't just be, you know, hugging somebody and then writing it on your hand and then looking at it and saying, oh, that's my shopping, the strong one. Okay, um, I lo- what was it? love you, you look so good, I want you to be comfortable. No, you've got to make this decision, you've got to work on yourself at night and say, I have to accept my kids as they are, right? Because Rikuk, being marachic and rejecting kids, doesn't help anything. It doesn't help them emotionally. It doesn't help them psychiatrically, psychologically, or spiritually. You lose everything. So at the very, very minimum, be a real parent who just really likes their kids. They're so likable. You notice that everybody on the street working with the kids, we like those kids. They're thrown out of home. They're so terrible. They, they, you can't deal with them on the street. I see very nice kids, and I move them into my home, 
into home sweet home, many, many of them, and they tack a once, once they trusted me and I rebuilt the trust, and once, you know, they also broke the rules and wanted to, but you have to know, you're dealing with a good kid, a chelik, a kam, yimau. Oh, we got a few Lubavitchers here, that's good. That's how I test the room for Chabadskers, you know. The Litvaks are saying, what? Okay, chelik, a kam, mamish, and that's good and wants to be good. So we have nothing to be scared of. Good question. I hope I explained it well. This is Avi Fischoff, and I can be reached at twistedparenting at AOL.com.